this session of Look at the Book, we're going to focus on verse 4 of 1 Peter 5, and we're going to ask the question, how does the motive of reward work for ministry? Does it contaminate or ruin love? If you do something for your own reward, are you breaking the rule of love that says love seeks not its own? And to answer that question, we'll focus here on verse 4 and try to bore in to how this verse actually works in the, in the context. Father, this issue of whether we should live for, minister for rewards, and whether that distorts, ruins, minimizes, destroys love is an absolutely crucial issue. We want to love authentically, and we want to be faithful to your word when it comes to how you teach about being motivated by reward. So come and help us, I pray. In Jesus' name. Let's read in context here this verse. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And don't you agree? Doesn't it sound like this is being given as an encouragement, a help, an incentive, a motive. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. The, the reason we need this kind of incentive is when you think through what it means to be examples to the flock in view of what this flock has been called to do in the previous four chapters— They've been called to suffer. If it's necessary, you have to suffer. A fiery ordeal is coming upon you. Don't return evil for evil, but return good for evil and be willing to suffer and be reviled rather than retaliate. And these shepherds are to be examples. They're the first ones that are going to go into the suffering because they're the most visible in the community. So how much more then do they need to hear the words? And when the chief shepherd appears... Don't worry, no matter what you've lost, what you've gone through, you will receive an unfading crown of glory. That's the way Jesus taught us. Beloved, this is Matthew 5, 11 and 12. Beloved, when, when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account, rejoice so that you can press on in loving people. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. Because your reward is great in heaven, therefore rejoice. Therefore, you're able to press on in loving your enemy. So yes, look to the reward. Before we ask the hard question, does that contaminate love? Look at a couple of details. When the chief shepherd appears, every shepherd has a shepherd. No human shepherd is shepherdless. This chief shepherd, Jesus Christ, is the shepherd of every shepherd, and therefore every shepherd is a sheep, and therefore we're all put in our place. We all need a shepherd, and Jesus is the great chief shepherd, and he will appear. Oh, the glory of that truth as his, as you've seen, what, one, two, three times in First Peter, 
Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings that you may also rejoice when his glory is revealed. I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker of the glory that is going to be revealed, revealed, revealed. He is coming again and he's going to reveal his glory when he appears, he will reward us with what? Unfading crown of glory. Unfading meaning it lasts forever. It's eternal. It never fades or wilts or is ruined. Crown. Runners are crowned when they have a victory. Kings are crowned with honor when they assume their throne of authority. Glory is, is beauty and greatness. And what the soul longs for, what we're made for, is a great beauty and greatness. And we want so much not to be crushed under it, but to be found victorious and honored. And we want it to last forever. And that is what we are going to get which leads then to the, to the last question. Is it okay to be motivated by that? Look at the next verse. Clothe yourselves, all of you. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. Why? Because this is motive, right? Wouldn't you agree? That's the word that says this is the cause of that. Clothe yourselves with humility because negatively, God opposes the proud. Positively, God gives grace to the humble. Do you want grace? Then humble yourself. This is a motive to get this reward of grace. We humble ourselves before the Lord. And so, yes, it's right to be motivated by this reward. And the only question left is, will reward motive reward motive, ruin love. Because love, according to 1 Corinthians 13, seeks not its own. So if you seek your own reward, how can you be loving? I think that text in 1 Corinthians 13 means seeks your own private, personal, limited reward at the expense of others. What keeps the pursuit of, of reward what keeps that from being a love killer, a love ruiner is these shepherds are seeking at the cost of their lives to include others in the same reward. They are not pursuing the reward at the expense of others. They are pursuing the reward by serving others in the hope that others will join them in the enjoyment of the reward. If you don't want this reward, you dishonor Christ who offers it and is it, 
and you don't love people because what have you got to give them if you don't have a reward that they can have? So, no, no, no. To be motivated by an unfading crown of glory is not unloving, provided we are seeking to include all the flock of God and our enemies, according to all the first four chapters of this letter, all the others in our reward.